0: Come with us now, if you dare. Down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs>
1: hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. The movie review and talk show podcast comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, whether we're ready for it or not, in our quest for total world Domination that you're helping us out with, so thank you very much. There's something else is, you can help is, us out with.
0: Is COVID ready for it, Colin?
1: COVID's <laughs> ready for everything, Sean. Unfortunately, uh, I guess so. yep, yep. <laughs> Back to doing it the old-fashioned way. You remember that uh, when we were in isolation and do things over Zoom technology? Well, dark times. Yeah, yeah. Dark um, times. Okay, so uh what you can help us out with is uh, we reach that point in our listener request uh month where you can go and vote for uh the movies that you want us to cover in January. So uh right now head over to our social medias. We're gonna let you know where you can find those on Facebook.
2: Facebook.com slash Saturday Freak Show.
1: On Twitter X.
0: <laughs> Michaela, someone breaking into your house? <laughs> no, it's my dog. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh at Sat Freak Show on X.
1: Uh, And also, I think we'll probably put it up on threads and Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show, but go over there. There'll be a link to the uh, voting. Uh, You have one week uh, uh, to do it. And then we're going to watch the four movies that get the most votes uh, every week in January. So uh, thank you for helping us out with that. So far, we got like 117 Uh, suggestions.
0: Wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah, that's because nobody listened to the podcast, and they're like, here's 10 movies I want you to watch! (laughs) That
2: just means they love us, though. What a good problem to have. Sean, wouldn't it be sad if we only got three movies submitted
0: truly so we do thank you even your your over uh, jubilation at listener request month uh i guess i will look on the positive side thank you for having so many suggestions
2: there there's four saturdays in january what if we only got 3 so then it's like the fourth one we're like oh jeez guys you didn't even want us to do four i guess
0: that would be truly sad so (laughs) i guess you're right i will stop being a grinch a scrooge uh insert your holiday metaphor here
1: well for the last uh regular episode of the 2023 season of the saturday night freak show we watched a movie that was chosen by Michaela. uh
0: where did we go Tonight in this, I mean, the day, today's weather really called for this movie, I think. Yeah, well, this is if, a seasonally
2: if, appropriate movie, yes.
0: Truly. What did we watch tonight?
2: 30 Days of Night, which, that, isn't that what every day feels like in the wintertime, right?
0: In yeah. Illinois, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, From the year?
2: 2007.
0: Okay. Directed by?
2: uh David Slade.
0: Ooh, which, what do we know David Slade from?
2: Okay, this guy is actually, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't shown up on the Freak Show more, because... He's done some weird shit in his day. Um, He started off as a uh, music video director, as most do, Um, and then he kind of hit it big with his first movie, Hard Candy, which that that has not been brought to the freak show, right?
1: No, no.
2: I am shocked. I'm shocked that this this podcast has been around for almost 600 episodes and not one of them is Hard Candy. That's wild. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't know. Do people remember that movie? I mean, it was a very like... uh...
2: I find it to be unforgettable, Callan. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't delete that movie if I tried. It
0: yeah, it, great, it made an impact.
1: <laughs> and the, the advertising campaign was great for it, and you wanted to see it, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like, uh, yeah, because it's uh, it's going after, well, I guess the...
0: That's I, Patrick Wilson, right? Yes. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Wilson he before, made, like, what? I knew he was Patrick Wilson.
1: Yeah, and he may or may not be a pedophile, and uh, mm-hmm. Ellen Page back then was uh, the victim slash, you know, maybe... uh, uh un- foil Avenger. yeah Yeah. so uh that's a good movie it's a
2: very uncomfortable movie to watch truly
1: i remember so that was the movie that he did directly before this one david slade did right right and then uh he got an opportunity to do 30 days a night we'll go into like you know where where this uh, came from and all that but Mm -hmm. uh, specifically with david slade so what did he do after after 30 Days of Night. Uh,
2: the Twilight Saga Eclipse, the okay. third Twilight movie. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's because why I'm like, this guy is fascinating. I want to know more about David Slade.
1: Vampires, dude. I mean, who do you get to direct <laughs> your vampire movie than someone who's already directed a vampire movie?
2: And then after that, he did basically every TV show in the aughts, all that that golden era of television. He did Hannibal. Breaking bad, ha- breaking bad, um, even like five episodes of Obi-Wan, like he did a bunch of stuff. Oh. But what I really noticed is he did um Do you remember Black Mirror Bandersnatch, the like playable episode? Yeah. He directed that.
1: Yeah. And he directed like the first episode like I remember Well there was a pirate show. And he was like the, he did the first or second. Was it Black so,
0: Sales?
2: Bla- yeah, I was going to say Black, Black Sales is the only one I know
1: um, of. Ah, maybe it was. I thought there was another yeah. one, too. Was John Malkovich in that one? Okay, well right, anyway, right, I can't remember. But
0: Crossbones? Crossbones. crossbones John I think Malkovich, it was, yes. Yeah, I think oh, it was wow.
1: Crossbones. In 2014, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Game of Thrones kind of, hey, let's do pirate shows like Game of Thrones. It'll be great. You
2: guys like gross fantasy shit, right? <laughs> it's going to be adult, and it's going to be like dongs everywhere, and you're going to love it. Like That That was like a theme on premium cable for a while.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's still, well, he. Uh, the was, dong era. The favorite.
2: dong era, yes.
1: I did see that David Slade had a new movie, new wish movie, Dark, right? Harvest? Yeah, yes. Dark Harvest? Yeah,
2: Dark Harvest. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good, good things. things about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I, I mean, it's not, not studio, right? I mean, he's doing. No, directive. I think it's a Shutter movie. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so an interesting cat, um, uh, David Slade. So thirty days a night. Um, he, so where did where did this come from? Because I guess the the thing about this that's the most uh, interesting about it is you, you go like, how come nobody thought of this before? Right? It's right. a town in Alaska where the sun sets for. Thirty days and vampires show up. It's a high concept, right?
0: High concept, but also like every vampire should have been thinking about this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should have all yeah, been thinking they're about. They're the this. stupid ones for
0: not thinking. <laughs> <of it>. Right. <laughs> if they don't go there, we can't make movies and comics about. it. Yeah. So based who, on true events,
1: who created Thirty Days of Night? Where did this come from?
2: Uh, this was a graphic novel by Stephen Niles. So and like. Then-
0: and Ben Templesmith we can't forget yes. because he did the artwork for yep. it, which is fantastic.
2: And I think that like this movie does a nice job visually of like it having a comic book look without being too much of a comic book look, if that makes sense.
0: It's got what looks like uh, like panels. It does look yes. like comic book panels at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an early two or uh, mid two thousands movie, so it is to me the digital really came out in this movie, which is kind of a turnoff for me. But there is a lot of framing that does look comic bookish.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying the digital? What uh, what specifically? Where you I mean
2: the snow. The I, I, snow. I, I was
0: gonna say I might go on a rant because it's the digital snow, which is every a, scene. You can't get away scene, from it. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of green screen on this. Mm-hmm. Um It just it feels it feels like a set in a big warehouse with a big light in the corner, and then go. Like it it really doesn't feel like a town in Alaska. I've never been to a town in Alaska, so I don't know, but. I get the very fake feeling from this movie.
2: How did you know this movie was filmed in New Zealand, Sean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
2: what's the opposite of Alaska? You know, like we're mm-hmm. going to film there.
0: Uh, Iceland with mm-hmm. all the green. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, was it shot in a, I mean, I don't know if it was shot in a, in a but I mean, like the whole town was built because there's one scene that does like this kind of like drone.
2: The scene, I would say. Yeah.
1: It's a drone shot, like, as the camera travels down the streets of Barrow, Alaska, and you're just seeing, you know, people running back and forth, shotguns going off, people being jumped on by vampires and all that. So, yeah, I don't know if it was, uh, if that was it all indoors or what, but I get what you're saying with the, the digital enhancement, because there were scenes where, you know, you've got, like, the digital smoke up front. You can see the layering of the, yeah, and... And I remember on Hard Candy, uh, I think that was maybe the first movie where in the opening credits I saw a credit for colorist, right? Which oh. is usually at the end of the, the movie. But Hard Candy, he put his colorist, like, up front. Um, and there's a lot of, I guess, the color tone in this movie has been adjusted to kind of give the look or the mood of the Ben Templesmith uh, artwork. Um, right.
2: Right. It's very like desaturated. Everything's kind of like black and blue and gray. Like like the blood is so dark it's almost black.
0: Which, yeah, when it when, you know. when there's a certain point where oil starts uh, coming down into the town from a mm-hmm. from a, a pipeline, and I'm just like, I, I could you know uh, the difference between that and the blood for most of this movie is just like yeah. negligible. It's just like okay, is that era where just blood looked like oil coming out? of But people. is
2: that okay? But does that also like evade a little bit of censorship? Right, if your blood is like not bright red and then you can get away with showing more of it.
0: Right, and uh, let's point to Rob Zombie's Halloween for that, because he yeah. also had very dark, oily-like blood in that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Same year, 2007, so mm-hmm. I think around this time... It was the style. Maybe, yeah, I think it was, yeah.
1: Yeah, how to evade that censorship. There's also some kind of digital manipulation going on with the faces of the vampires.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it digital? I mean, I would, I would even chalk that up to, like, um, uh, physical practical effects to
1: it there was one shot tonight and it's been a lot a long time since i've seen this right but mm, there was yeah. one shot with the bald vampire when he was like turning and i'm like oh i can see it i can see where they've digitally augmented is you know because it didn't track yeah. just right but, <laughs> oh, their it's eyes
2: like when, are... when filters slip off people's faces and videos now yeah you guys see yeah, that? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
1: like that yeah because their eyes are they, it's like they try to make them look like i mean the only thing i can think is they look like sharks Right, they've got uh, shark-looking eyes. They're (laughs) basically silvery-skinned. They've got big-ass teeth. They're not like fangs. They're just like shark's teeth. You know, these vampires.
0: Yeah, they jut out like a shark does. They're yellow.
2: They're tiny and yellow, and I
0: don't like it. Yeah, very much in uh I mean obviously inspired by the, the comic because 'cause they're all very just kind of short and pointy and multiple. It's we're not we're not going regular vampires here with just two fangs coming down. These are eating machines, very much like sharks. Good call, yeah, Colin.
1: I remember um like this book uh kind of uh created way i mean like you know you like do people read comic books anymore but like people were they did then and this was a
0: pretty uh i think well-known well-respected one like i read a bunch of these these were really good
2: this was a peak time for comics i feel like they had a little bit of a or, like, a big, even, resurgence in, like, the late 2000s, or early 2010s. Yeah. Because
1: before. we were getting
2: good movie adaptations
0: of them, too, you know?
1: Yeah, and this is before, like, you know, it all became, like, Marvel, um, or around the time that it all became Marvel. Right before it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was it was novel, almost novel to adapt a comic book into a movie. It <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't du rigueur, it wasn't the norm back then yeah. yet completely
2: almost novel is the best way to describe it <laughs> yeah, really. right yeah
0: Truly. remember that
2: remember that time yes yeah. i miss it i'm nostalgic for this time
0: now
1: <laughs> yeah and it was uh the movie was produced by sam Raimi, which i think is the re well i read so stephen niles right like he actually i think worked with rob zombie on uh oh what was the rock remains or something i can't remember there's something that he worked on with Rob Zombie. i mean stephen niles was like a rock star in uh comics I think for a little while he did some yeah. uh, I think he did like a Batman I think he did a Superman I think he did uh um, uh Criminal macabre uh Alistair Arcane you know like a bunch of these things and I think Temple Smith did most of the art Temple Smith did you remember Dead Space the video game yes.
0: Yeah
1: uh, they recruited Temple Smith to do the the uh the, the you know the comic book adaptation of that Right um but uh where was I going with that? Yeah. So he had tried to pitch this, I think, as a movie. The way I understand it, like he tried to pitch it as a movie and then as a comic book, and nobody wanted it. Then IDW publishing eventually took the gamble on it. And of course, once it blew up, then it became uh of interest to uh Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi's company, right? Right. So they were gonna do it. Um so what's the um What's the, so what's the, well, I guess we already outlined the plot. Who are our characters in 30 days of night?
0: Well, we get, uh, Eben and Stella who, who are the stars of this one and the comic. Um, and I think they make a return somewhere in the comic book line eventually, but they are the, um, Eben is the sheriff of Barrow, Alaska, the, the, the town where it will be 30 days straight of nighttime. And his wife, Stella, who kind of uh, are in charge of the safety of the people in town. And then it's the characters who live throughout the town who are left over as everyone is trying to escape this town because not everybody can survive 30 days of night. And they'll go insane. Would you guys be able to survive 30 straight days of night? I would die.
1: Um, I mean, like to think that you could, but like, I mean, it's like sure, sensory deprivation, to. right? The movie shows there's a bunch of people like on the last day they uh, you know take the airplane out. I think the population it says goes from 500 something down to like 150. Yeah, Um, I looked it up. There is an actual town called Barrow, Alaska, but it's been renamed since. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, well after
0: the vampire attack they had to rebuild and you know just rename it.
1: But I think it goes dark for 67 days. Ugh, Uh, you know it's not insomnia. 30 yeah yeah insomnia the movie What was the
0: insomnia night 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 mute night mute yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
2: these movies are like opposites insomnia is like here's 30 days of non-stop light and this movie is like here's 30 days of non-stop dark what does it do to your brain if you watch them back to back
1: yeah yeah good double feature (laughs) right yeah i think they said the the real life uh barrow has 80 days of the midnight sun so you get sun in the summertime you see non-stop daylight for like 80 days. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we, Mid- we do Midnight
0: Sun. Is that similar to like the the King Kong Godzilla movie where there's a sunshine in the middle of the earth? Is oh, that kind of the yeah. same thing? <laughs> <In> the
1: <laughs>
2: Midnight earth. Sun is the name of a Twilight book, believe it or not.
1: Oh, it is. I forgot is. about that.
0: Oh, See, all it all, all comes back to it Twilight. It all comes back to Twilight damn it
1: Cheeto! so this was like a response in some way to the twilight phenomenon that was going on right i mean was it because it had the first twilight movie come out at this point
2: uh it was coming out the following year but the books had been out for a few years at this point so, so.
1: vampires are a thing again and they're kind yeah. of high, yep. so we're gonna go and make vampire movies um but this one it's like okay we're gonna make scary vampire movies uh or scary vampires uh
0: Brutal vampire movies. Let's say that. Let's say gory vampire. Let's not say scary.
1: There were some moments at the beginning of the movie where I was like, you know, how he would direct David Slade would direct and maybe edit that were intriguing. They would have like, um, you know, in the black frame around a character, you would just see like something moving behind them out of focus. And then the scene would cut away. You know, because basically the first, whatever, 30 minutes of this, the first act is this kind of lead up to uh, the vampire attack on the town, right? Yes. Um, Tell us a little bit about Ben Foster and what's he all about? Uh,
0: Ben Foster playing another uh, creepy caricature, which he's very good at.
2: This is all he does, right? I feel like every time I see him,
0: it's this. For a long stretch, he really was that oddball character who would be in who would be in a movie. Uh, he, I mean, he was featured more later on. Let's not I'll never forget Hell, Hell or High Water.
2: Yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that came out later. But he always was a he's a good character actor, and he's always always good at playing grimy and gross and kind of just a lowdown character. But we start out with him um, as he's uh, watching a very large ship off in the distance that seems to have beached itself in the icy waters of Alaska. And then he starts trekking through the snow towards a town, which ends up being Barrow. And then we cut away from him and then shit starts happening around the town. Things are starting to go wrong.
1: I love this idea that the vampires arrive on a boat, right? (laughs) I was going to say,
2: like, I I was going to say, where's my vampire boat movie, but we got it this year and it wasn't good.
0: What was the
2: Vampire Boat movie? The The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah we did, yeah.
0: It's like, it's like, it
2: sounds cool in theory, and then it's like, well, I guess, like, it's a pretty short story if there's a vampire on a boat, right? Like, yeah. you right. know? <laughs>
0: chapter one, everyone there, dies. Yep, yeah, yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And, yeah. And yeah chapter first night, two, they didn't make it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of happens in this movie, but I don't know. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> uh but yeah, there's this kind of like uh, Ben Foster, he was also three ten to Yuma. I remember that yes. it was like uh, what's that one? But
0: that is I, an
2: underrated movie.
1: Yeah, that's that's very good. Is um, that the same year? I feel like wow. it was right before but here's you want know I me mean? okay, I'm gonna It touch. is the same year. Same year. Wow. What a year. I have great respect for Ben Foster because of this reason. I saw the War like I don't know, I was not I'm not a Warcraft fan. Right, but I saw that movie because I'm like, well, maybe I'll understand like what's going on with Warcraft. The Warcraft fans, if I'm offending you, but like I am outside of that, can't can't understand it, can't get into it. Ben Foster plays, I think, the main bad guy, and he's like this wizard. But his performance in that movie is great, and it's like against the grain of the movie itself. You know, where you're like, wow, he's really taking this seriously, and that's like a good, you know, you kind of you wish you could see the movie that he was in. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. oh no yeah he's gonna he's he will play it seriously he he is not the jokey kind he's like this is it i'm taking this full seriousness 100 percent, no matter what's going on
1: this movie has no levity in it like none.
2: no no none but i think that's indicative of the movies how the movies were at that time like we've talked about before how 2007 was like a really good year for movies but if you think back all the movies are very like stoic and serious and like I mean, No Country for Old Men won the Oscars that year, you know? like
0: Right, but even Tommy Lee Jones gave a, gave a little side eye to the camera every now and then <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. to get a laugh. This is nothing. For yeah. two hours, it is dread and drear and b- darkness and yeah. bleakness in your soul.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I know,
2: it's, it's the winter, isn't it? It's the it, winter time.
0: It <laughs> really is. like, thanks, Michaela, for compounding the feelings we're already having and then making us watch two hours of you might not make it through these next thirty days.
2: I mean, would you rather watch this in the summer and then like be be thinking about the looming, you know, winter?
0: No, I mean it probably fit, it fits better watching it now because yeah. I was looking outside, it's and was like it's a good day for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh. Don't worry, we will have daylight though, so all hope is not lost. It's not going to be as grim and 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 awful as the thirty days of night. Uh, the um, he so. As the drifter, or the stranger, mm. Ben Foster, we don't actually see him doing this. We see uh, the sheriff, um, right? This is Josh Hartnett. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, yeah. So we've inducted Josh Hartnett into the Saturday Night oh, Show. Oh, yes. Wall of Fame. Uh, thanks Congratulations, McMahon, sir. The keeper of the wall. We're, Bunraku. Because of Bunraku. Yep. And uh, the faculty. The
2: faculty. Um,
1: yeah. We've also inducted the other uh, star of this movie. Uh, Melissa George. Melissa George, because she was in uh, Dark City, I think, as the hooker that we barely get to see in that movie, and she was in Triangle, which we also covered. So uh, right,
0: you know, I've the, not the, seen Triangle. That's the ship. That's where all the vampires came from. That's the ship movie. So <laughs> she so, jumped. So she jumped off that ship into this movie.
2: <laughs> I like. I like this collective universe. Yes. Uh, I think it's time we accept that Josh Hartnett is a genre king. Question mark like
0: he does what weird
2: genre stuff right i was gonna like, say
0: what's the what does he do anything but genre like well i
2: mean black Hawk down was not like a genre movie you know like, yeah down. you gotta get a
0: paycheck somehow yeah, yeah you
1: yeah, know like it's, it's like now when it's like well who who watches josh hartner movie or where can he be employed it seems like it's in genre stuff right
2: yeah but i, yeah, I always any dreadful and everything yeah, yeah. He he could make a killing on the horror convention circuit right now if he decided to hit it up like because
1: yeah, 'cause he's got the bona fides of being in a Halloween movie. So Yeah, he's in a no. Halloween
2: movie. He's in the faculty. He's in this movie. Like, take your pick. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Genre King, you know?
1: Yeah, he could make a kill.
0: I still think I would consider him uh, maybe not, but I would consider him, like, too big to be doing conventions at this point. His, I think he's still got a lot of career to go before he starts, you know, kind of winding down and being like, yeah, I was in a bunch of movies, I'll sign your shit.
2: It just, it feels like nowadays horror gets used as, like, a launching pad. It's like, you direct a good horror movie or you star in a good horror movie, so then you get to direct the next Marvel movie or you get to star in the next Star Wars, you know? And yeah. it's like, I like when someone gets A-list but still does weird genre stuff while they're A-list, you know?
0: Right.
1: <laughs> well the the setup and so we're supposed to believe that Ben Foster goes into this town to prepare the the path for the vampires and he wrangles up all of the cell phones and burns them in a pit
0: Yep. Well, not, yeah, the satellite phones—the ones that would reach outside the town—because there's a few cell phones in there where people can still call each other within the network. But I'm—they're obviously guessing they're not getting anything outside of that town. Well, so yeah, the
1: amount of stuff that he has to do, like as this guy who just kind of wanders into town. At some point, the sheriff is like, "Well, you didn't fly in. You're not a local. Where'd you come from?" Because we saw he walked, you know, for days or miles or whatever to try and actually get to this town. Um,
2: because this town has like 150. 150- three people, so they notice when somebody right. comes
1: and goes? Yeah, because he, he kills the sled dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently he dismantles the helicopter like, and throws it into a giant thresher in the utilidor. This is going to be important. The utilidor, which is <laughs> like I think it's a power station. What is Utilidor?
0: (laughs) It's the same place Michael Myers ended up, right? At the end of the last Halloween movie?
2: Seriously, yeah. Yeah, Uh
1: but is the Utilidor, I mean, it sounds like, I've never heard that term before, so my ignorance, but I thought it was like the power, uh, you know, station. I
0: I think it is. I think its specific job is to power the pipeline. I think the pipeline runs through there, and this is like a stop. Okay. Where they have to put, like, they have to put a power station to keep it going. You know, every now and again, along the line of the pipeline, they have to put power stations to, you know, keep track of it, make sure there's no leaks, make sure everything keeps going. And then they've built up a town around that.
1: Okay. So the vampires aren't really interested in like turning off the power there. No. Somehow they cut the power to the rest of the town. They uh, kill the, the radio guy or was he the weather station guy?
0: Yeah, I forgot. I, I'll say weather station guy. Maybe he was in charge so, of the yeah. helicopter places. Well, I don't know. Yeah, like so, just-
1: but it's the idea that they're going to completely isolate these people from, uh, you know, they're, from society. They're not going to be able to get out of here. Right. And this is going to be a feast for vampires for 30 days. Yes. Um, so, the, but we're, we're, we're told this is kind of like this escalating uh, sense of doom and dread because Ben Foster ends up in the jail, I think, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. he's doing the like, they're coming. And and they're going to take me with them, and you know all this.
0: Yeah, he's the he's the vampire zealot who's just like I'll do their workings, and then they'll make me a
1: vampire. <laughs> See, it's an interesting choice, like that accent. It, it's nothing for the accent. It's
0: like you don't get me what I want to eat. You don't get me yeah. what I want to
1: drink. it has got to be a choice, like, like that he came up with. I'm assuming. Right? Oh, it's definitely.
2: Not... Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. That was his choice.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, so. And then we meet. So there, and the the through line here. There's like a there's a subtext in this movie that is about um, family uh, connections, protecting the family. Uh, there's a, a romance, kind of between. Oof. Is it's it a divorce? Romance. What's going on there? What's going on with Josh Hartnett and uh, Melissa George?
2: They're estranged. Apparently. Yeah,
1: think, and it's not really important. <laughs> I, I, it can't can be.
0: I don't think anyone yeah. ever. Yeah, I, I, it, the movie doesn't make it feel important. They keep adding on to it, but they, they don't like. Yeah, I don't think the movie thinks this is important, even though it's a thing. That, it's a back and forth between them. I think it's the only the only they made it up to cause friction between the two to to have some sort of story between them. Because God forbid they just be in, you know in love and happy and have to fight this evil force together. No. There has to be some shit going down.
1: Because you need character arcs, Sean. That's what sure. stories, Story. you got to start off with one place where they're divorced and they don't like each other, but by the end of the movie, right, they're going to go through some shit and they're going to be reconciled, you know, but then there's like, I'm like, why, so why, why were they, uh, or well, they're not divorced, I guess, but why are they separated? We
0: will never know.
2: Uh, The only thing I can piece together is she makes a snide comment at one point in time about, like, oh, well, like, you said you never wanted to have kids, so I assume that... disagreed on wanting to have kids that's but that's it that's all i can get from this movie and i'm squeezing blood from a stone here so yeah, right. you
1: know <laughs>
0: right i think it's your blood
2: there.
0: <laughs> yes. you're trying to squeeze so hard right yeah just yeah it's our blood that's coming out of this yeah, not just, the movies i
2: don't know I, I just man i got a little tension headache doing all that heavy lifting for this movie i
1: think that yeah. is it though because like i said there's other conversations where like oh. you got to protect your family you can't hurt them you know we got to get back to my family there's the one guy. Who suddenly, in the middle of you know, he's been bitten by a vampire and suddenly gives this uh, like shocking speech? I guess that it turns out his wife and kid had been killed months not, ago. Not the time.
0: <laughs> I just wanted I his I main, main character moment. Yeah, he was I like, guess "So like, oh, we have to cry now. Oh no, sad for him. Go chop his fucking head off and be done." <laughs> Dude,
2: that was that scene. Leave that on the floor. I didn't need to see that. You know, like. Ugh. Let's turn no. the fat hair a little
0: bit. Yeah. And I love, I love how they set it up. It's like, oh, God, he's got his hood off and he's turned around. Some shit's going to go down. Like, no. that is the MO for
1: this. Yep, yeah, we know he's been infected. It's going to turn out that he's a vampire. Uh, but I guess it goes to that theme. So I think there is something there about, like, uh, a family and all that. And I suppose the vampires are also, like, some kind of family. They're led by Danny Houston um, yes. with black eyes and a black trench coat and blood all over his face and then there's like several key vampires which i guess i'm going to call there's the girl the skinny one and the bald okay, one okay i
0: want to know i want to know what you mean by key because key would mean they have some kind of machinations uh, uh point purpose the only key i see to that is they have a specific look now you're right about the thin woman one seems to be the counterpart to danny houston but other than that there's nothing with these vampires. They all have sort of different looks and everything, but there's, like, no hierarchy. There's no kind of relationship. They are just, they come across as feeding sharks. Well, Danny there's Houston, a
1: hierarchy, but it's just Marlowe, the Danny Houston one, is the top dog. Everybody right, and then waits everyone else until is on the he level barks at them, them, until they move. You know, you know they, they defer to his leadership, I guess, right?
0: Oh. Right. And, yeah, they're also deferring their personalities to the end of the movie as well. I, I don't know
1: yeah um these vampires are i don't know if they're interesting they're trying to make them interesting for one uh, for some reason or another they don't speak english right they're trying to set them up like they're a different species or something right like yeah like
0: yeah like it's like it's old uh old history you know uh, Mm -hmm. a dialect like uh, maybe trying to get the point across they've been around for a while they're They've, they've come up with their own language. In the comics, they spoke English, or at yeah. least the bubbles were English. But.
1: but the bubbles were, like, you know, all dis- distorted kind of yeah. looking things. Yes. I actually, I had those comics, and when this was, like, announced that they were going to make a movie, the value of those comics, like, shot up like crazy, and I offloaded them. And so I don't have any more. Very sad. Damn it, Colin. <laughs> but I made a decent return on them. um
2: But, okay, you don't cast Danny Houston in a movie, like, unless he's, like, the lead bad guy, right? I feel like, like, I feel like his casting gives away what's happening in the movie, right? Like, if I see Danny Houston's in a movie, I'm like, well, okay, so he's the bad guy, and I can reverse engineer the movie from here. Like, Wonder Woman thought they really covered that up with him, and I was like, no, we knew. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's got
2: a villain face, like.
0: He really does. Was he Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah, the
2: first Wonder Woman
0: Oh, I barely remember the first yeah, one. Yeah, he she
2: goes to the dance and dances with him, which she has the sword oh, in her right. dress. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. and then he's like literally telling her his whole evil plan and he's there is Aries he the in dude with
0: the, Is he the dude with the face? No. Wasn't the there a dude Wonder with, with half a face? Or Was that the second one? I don't know. That right. was
2: the the doctor's assistant. That was a woman, remember? Oh, right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: That,
2: that yeah. was like the hench person. He's
1: the son of the great director John Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Chinatown, that uh, great uh, Chinatown where John Houston would star in, but great director. Uh, Melissa George, she's the daughter of Susan George, right, isn't she?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Of, uh, right? I think so. Yeah. Of who who? What George? Susan George, uh, Straw Dogs. Yep. Yeah, I think that's her oh, daughter. Right. Not Linda Day George, not to be confused with uh, Christopher George's wife. Everybody keeping this straight? So, <laughs> so, uh the vampires set so they speak a weird, different uh, dialect. Um, some of this, but they they talk to people in scenes where it seems like like that person needs to understand what they're saying.
0: Right. Know? To be a little more menacing, and there's yeah. some good scenes with that when he's like when he does the whole gone. Oh,
2: God. Okay, that scene was, this movie was marketed everywhere, but especially yeah. on MTV, every commercial break, there was like those really short, you know, teaser trailers. And they loved that clip that God, no God, that got played constantly. A lot. Yes.
1: And it was in English. So I guess that was the one thing that we could actually, because he's telling some guy, like, there's nothing but pain and, you know, suffering and, you know, life. Very sucks. Hellraiser
2: yeah. of him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, they believe crazy things when we tell them. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Call is <clears throat> uh, changing right now. Yeah. No, yeah. see the fangs. Um. So Ben Foster prepares the way. We it, we meet a bunch of colorful characters in the town in a, of Barrel. In a colorless
0: town. Yes. Uh, I don't got... know
1: that I had like a good fix. I mean, I guess you know. There's uh, Mark Boone. Uh Junior? Yes. Yeah. Uh as the grizzled uh what is that thing that he the the
0: He digs plow? Yeah,
1: he digs trenches, I think, for the the pipeline. Right. Um I was There's- thinking
2: while watching this, I was like, "I hope Jeremy Renner doesn't watch this movie. It might be a little triggering for him." There is a lot <laughs> oh, of like no. snow sculpting machinery accidents, you know.
0: Yeah. Has anyone the- has anyone online made a meme of one of the uh, one of the vampires getting chopped up and put like Jeremy Renner's face on it? Too soon. Oh, sorry, audience. Um.
1: Uh-huh. Who else? Who else? We. Uh. uh Josh Hartnett has uh, a brother. Uh. Oh, great. I'm so glad he's got a brother. Um. Again, this is stakes, Joe. You know, we're raising the stakes. He's gotta protect his family, right? That's what mm-hmm. the movie's about. It's the one family of vampires versus the town and its little family, is because there's one guy, um he has a dad with Alzheimer's, uh which was an interesting because like Josh Hartnett has uh asthma, right? They give him asthma and he uses He his has ears. asthma
0: for one kind scene. Of nothing. Yeah. One scene of asthma, that's it. Uh, the, the McGuffin in, um, scream with the inhaler had more, uh, had more star power than in his asthma in this movie.
2: Yeah. It just like, like many things in this movie seemed kind of like a pointless detail.
0: Yes.
1: I mean, they're supposed to, they're trying to add character stuff, you know, to kind of flesh them out. And I guess it's just, it's like, it's a shorthand to do it. Right. Because, um, <sighs> You're gonna be spending 30 days supposedly on the run with these people. There is, uh, which I had forgotten because, like, one of my complaints of the movie when I saw it—I don't know what you guys think—it uh, was hard to feel this, the passage of time if it's dark all the time.
2: Yes. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, because it skips from like 18 days, 27 days, and I'm just like, okay, their face, their their fake facial hair has gotten longer, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I was measuring the time passage of time by Josh Hartnett's uh, beard. Yes. Um, so then you go, do they shoot it backwards or was it fake facial hair or, you know, no, fake
0: no, in that la- fake facial hair in that last okay. scene, it looked pretty very, yeah. very apparent because they always try and make it like long and scraggly on purpose. Yeah. Just in, like, it just looks bad.
1: I get, put, that's a part of the interest to me, like going into it is like, okay, so I want to be able to feel that I've been, you know, under siege for 30 days. It's weird. Maybe do you, is it, yeah, but I mean, like it's. Well, we'll talk about where they go, but I had, like, questions about, like, well, you're going to lock yourself in an attic for, you know, weeks, uh... How do you how do you shit in front of people? Are you peeing in buckets? What are you eating? Where's the food coming from? Like the movie really doesn't deal with no. This movie's
0: movie. not interested in that. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it, it it you know they could have at least given us an expo dump line or two to explain some of those things if they're not no, show us Yeah,
0: anything. no pun intended, Michaela. Uh,
2: expo dump. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's your exposition. Ugh, it's, <laughs> just fall, it's just falling down the ladder from the from the attic. Well, I don't think this is
1: covered in the comic either, but basically they are setting it up to be a survival horror experience, right? Where it's less about the plot. These people
2: don't hate each other enough. Their tension should be higher. It should be like the thing. They should all be turning on each other. These people are too untraumatized.
0: Yeah, at a certain point, they should be looking at each other like drumsticks. Like, I'm going to eat you if they don't.
2: Or at the very least, just getting annoyed with each other.
0: Yeah.
1: There's one brief scene, I think, where they start, but like nobody's jockeying for, uh, you know, who's going to be the top dog or anything. Maybe they're not doing it. It's Alaska. Everybody's more friendly. And they're just like the sheriff. He's the guy that we rally behind. If something happens to him, who becomes the de facto? Like, who are we going to listen to? Um, so the when the vampires move in, uh, this is, I thought this was a weird choice um, because Stella missed her plane. Right. And so she's going to okay. be stuck there with her estranged husband. and they They're going to have to learn to talk to each other over 30 days. And they go for a drive. Right. At which point she sees something in the, her binoculars. Oh, get in the car. I'm like, what they see? You know, is it just people running at you? I mean, like, what? And when they One return dude, yes. to town, it's like all hell has got broken loose and the vampires have attacked and we didn't see it. Right. I mean, I guess right. there's a bigger scene afterwards where, yes. you know, you do see vampires, you know, running all over, they're jumping across roofs, they're on wires, you know, wire work the actors uh, and just attacking people in the streets. Um, if if there's like a buffet, right, and you eat the whole buffet on the first day, uh, what's the point of sticking around for 30 days?
2: That's what I thought, too. Like, they leave, what, like six people after they have this first, you know, feast like there's like yeah. you know but i will say the feast scene or whatever is really cool and the overhead like drone shot we get of the blood and the snow and just the frenzy it is like sharks it's like it's like nature footage when you see sharks like feeding on a school of fish from above you know
0: <laughs> yeah that 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 is cool but I, I do get what you're saying kyle it's like why 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 are we still here like why yeah. why wait this long like are you that uh, mm. hungry or are you that weird?
2: Like it, playing with the food you it, know it,
0: it, it's it's Weird in the in the comic book, uh, um, there is these this group of vampires who has gone to Barrow um, is more of a rogue group of them who have figured out that figured out this secret that this town is thirty days of the night, and it's just like, "Oh, we can go over here," and then every now and then it cuts back to like the hierarchy. Uh, uh, kind of the older leaders, a guy who looks like more so like Nasseratu, a little bit
1: more, or something. Where was that? He's like Miami, Italy, yeah, 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 they're, yeah, kind of maybe
0: Italy or something like that. And they learn of this, and they're like, no, then we must stop these vampires from going there, otherwise, people will learn of our existence. And we spent so much time trying to, are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. oh, yeah, that's the the exact plot of
2: of the second Twilight book, dude.
0: Uh. Jesus,
2: (laughs) they go to Italy to like talk to the head vampire family and then the head vampire family sends out like hit people to like silence the ones that will expose them
1: well the, it's the, kinda head, of like that. the yeah. head vampire in the comic i think he comes to alaska i think it's actually him that yes. is in the final uh showdown because i can't I remember it, he, he kills Marlowe or something and assumes i think
0: he kills Mar- right yeah yeah i think you're right
1: yeah if i remember that correctly so they just for the sake of the movie it's like okay let's get rid of this whole like you know the bigger vampire (laughs) yeah
0: let's get rid of the interesting shit and just go with this
1: um so the the vampires attack uh the sheriff has to protect everybody and try and you know so they go to a diner uh and then, then it becomes the well, mist yeah it, but yeah. but that would have been the conflict i think that michaela was talking about like the mist did better the conflict between people in a survival situation Yes. where this one you know i was sitting there going like okay so what is the forward momentum of the movie because at some point you sit there going like all right we're just like we're waiting in a in an attic or then they mm-hmm. go to a, a a convenience store and it's like what are we trying to accomplish here? I mean, I know they're trying to survive, right, and the vampires are hunting them, but it kind of just feels like I don't see what the end, you know, I guess they'll just make it to when the sun comes up, right, and then they'll they'll survive. But there is actually something there. They have to get to the Utilidor. Every scene is talking about, like, we got to get to the Utilidor. We're going to wait until the uh, blizzard moves in, then we're going to move. You know, we're going to do this and we're going to try and get to the utilidor. Yeah. And you're like, there, so, like, what What is what makes the utilidor better than it's an attic? Technically,
0: it's technically still got power in there, I think. Because, but why didn't the vampire shut it off? Uh, I think they thought because they cut the power from the utilidor to the rest of the town, but the utilidor remains. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know why, Colin. I don't yeah. know why that's still there. Yeah. I guess they didn't deem it important because nobody was there at the time. But during this whole thing, there is one. uh, a plot element or should I call it pot element where there is an interesting idea where one of yeah, uh, you like that one? McKenna? I did like that one. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, where there, there is one element where, uh, the secretary, um, who's working at the police station, uh, she's got cancer and they find pot in the desk and they're like, she's been growing it. And she's like, I thought you'd arrest me if you knew. Um, but they get the idea to go to her place. Cause she had to grow the stuff there herself where they have UV lights which is a good idea for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Like why, like why they didn't like, he didn't grab them and bring him with to like use the weapon later on or something well, like that would have been a cool idea. It's not right, but then they,
1: I mean, I think maybe they
0: could have rigged like, but that's this, that's the movie deciding not yeah. to do that. They could have decided that they could have rigged something up and used it for a little bit longer. Before it gets destroyed, that's the movie seeing an interesting idea, doing minimal with it, and then deciding not to go along that path. Blown right past it. Yeah, Yeah. blown right past
1: it. Because they do like pay lip service, like well they're vampires, you know, like just because something worked on Bella Lugosi, but it's like okay, logic checks out. They're here because it's dark, so possibly you know uh, UV lights would work. But I was in that scene, like. I mean, she's in the UV light, but uh, uh I thought the power was out. Like what unless she has a generator, you know. I guess right. I don't know. I kind of wanted to see, you know, what it's like to live under those conditions. How, you know, the the the, right. it, the struggles maybe between the characters uh, you know, trying to get food, like, you know, um you know, and then and then what the vampires are doing. You know, like when they're you know, what do they do? They just walk around for thirty yeah. days, waiting for looking for six people that they don't really know are there. They're like kind of playing big game, games with them, right? We'll mm-hmm. send somebody down the street crying, hoping to lure them out. So it's like, do they know there's people there? We
0: we we get none of that insight into that group, really. Like like you said, they disappear, and then we're not like any more motivation. Besides, we must eat, and there's pain. Like that's a lot of what we get from them.
1: Yeah, but they don't even keep people around so they can eat them over the course of a month. I mean, I don't know how their physiology works. Apparently, they're dead because they 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 don't. I noticed that every all the human actors had a digital breath, and the vampires didn't. So they're like, mm-hmm. okay, well at least they filmed on something that looks cold, <laughs> but it's actually warm. That one, uh, the girl vampire, or the, the main woman vampire, she is wandering around in a dress. She ends up getting uh, the brunt of the uh, the UV light. And then, yeah. you know, I guess this is insight into uh, the vampire hierarchy. <clears throat> Danny Houston, who I kind of got the impression that these two were like an item, right? She's his second yeah. in yeah, it's command. Uh, he just is I, like, what's broken, what can be broken, <laughs> must be broken. Which doesn't make sense you. to me. No. Uh, th-
2: it <laughs> At all. It doesn't. This movie it, kind of brings in a lot of platitudes like that. I don't know where they're just like,
0: okay. It, it, right. And they're just like, oh, he's an ancient vampire espousing weird knowledge, and we're just supposed to accept it. No. Exactly. like the The emotion in this movie is as cold as its surroundings. Like, I it think is. they could have done something. Like, <laughs> I know they're vampires, and they're supposed to be just kind of brutal sharks, but if there had been, like, to show that a a chink in the armor that Danny Houston, you know, once because they attacked and basically killed his other half, which is what the movie is basically telling us that he would have more of uh, a reaction to it and have some emotion because they are still beings of some sort. They do band together. They are a group and I'm sure they help each other and survive off each other. This just makes them out to be cold animals from start to finish. Like I needed a little more emotional impact from these characters to make them more interesting than they were as just being cold vampires.
2: I think it's also unclear, like what works and what doesn't, what, what, what works and what doesn't work on them is unclear. Cause like they, they have that Bella Lugosi line, but then they like, okay, so sunlight works, but what about like crucifixes and garlic? We don't get into any of that or no. holy, holy water. This is like, that's why they're, they're kind of barely vampires in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Like in the sense that we don't really have a ton of established rules.
0: Right. They are just creatures. Yeah. Yeah. They could be
2: be zombies. They could be anything else. They really really could be
0: anything else, because Um, they're not... It's not like they're just... They are feeding on these people, like biting them and in, in, in almost feels like they're eating them rather than just sucking the blood out of
1: them. Well, right. They're they're also terribly inefficient vampires because they go after people <laughs> and they rip their throats out and there's blood splattering all over everywhere right. we go. What you st- need is leaking onto yeah. the ground. Yeah, Be yeah, a little more conservative with your biting. <laughs> giant blood splatters everywhere. Like, don't you guys have to drink that? Like yeah. you're like just all this waste. You know? Yeah,
2: that'd be like if we had a kegger and I just like kicked it over on the ground and spilled like half of it out. And you guys would be like, Why the fuck are you doing that? Like yeah. And
1: then mikhail's like, drink it off the ground. yeah <laughs> We never get to see a vampire doing that, unfortunately. It was like, I'm just so hungry, you know. Le- well yeah, where's my bloody snow cone?
0: Like
2: a joke <laughs> in this fucking thing. That would have been awesome,
0: honestly. Yeah. They're like it's, yeah, some click language he's like, or the red snow's fine, don't
1: eat the yellow snow. <laughs> yes. like, Oi so and I, uh, I mean,
2: like it does every time you do see a horror movie in the snow though you're always like why aren't there more horror movies in the snow you know that's always my thought give me any horror movie i don't care what it is but it just blood, looks good in blood winter. looks good yeah yeah
0: because
1: mm-hmm. of the contrast there of the mm-hmm. red on the white pure there goes snow.
0: well yep there goes scream seven which would have been like a new york winter yeah. and now
1: ski, that's, or
2: ski or not. vacation scream
0: Oh, I mean, I mean, there we go. <laughs> they're, going,
2: they're going upstate for the for the well, winter iced. holiday.
1: Remember, we saw the movie Iced. Yeah. There we go. We already did see Iced. Did we see, did um, did we see oh, what was Iced? That was the the, one that,
2: the ski slasher movie. Oh, oh right,
0: right, yeah, right. Yeah, with the car trip and the, the yep. oh, yeah, yeah, and
2: oh. the 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 steamroller death. Right. Yep. Yeah.
0: Iced. 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 Go watch
1: that movie, <laughs> uh, or don't listen to our episode.
2: <laughs> listen to our episode.
1: Um. There are a couple of, uh, you know, so you're saying for like the emotional hooks of the movie, there's a couple of people who uh, one guy tries to save his wife and ends up spending a week or two like under a crawl space and Josh Hartnett finds him and he's now turned you know kind of into a vampire, but he's like, it's like a drunken kind of like he doesn't realize he's been a vampire, but it's like, like, oh, you you smell good, you know, Um, there's uh, a little girl vampire that attacks them in the grocery store and they have to hack her head off. We're like, oh they just they're Which is
2: pretty cool. I like little kid vampires. I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, I like it. This felt really it felt really, um, it felt really um, maybe not cut down. The way they cut this movie feels very action oriented or it feels more music video oriented. Especially during that scene where they killed the little girl. It's shot like it's all like really close action where mm-hmm. you can kinda tell. Or, like you know they're chopping her up. But they're showing just close up on faces and this. It's like they, they don't show the stuff they need to show to have more of an impact. Well for these I don't think so. Not in this they no. show like they that one have, they sometimes his, they do.
1: Like head like at the end when they're in the utility like you see the axe going into that guy's neck repeatedly, or am no? I that re-
0: one's the big one that gets. Yeah. It. When his
2: head drops and falls to the side, I was shocked we actually saw that. I right. could not believe that actually made it into
0: a movie. Right, I, that was that was the that's the scene I remember from this movie because I'm just like, holy shit, they fucking mm-hmm. chopped him up.
1: Yeah, it's a very grisly scene because he pushes a vampire into the the thresher, loses his own hand, he's right. spitting blood, screaming. It's this black, you know, it's a very messy scene. The messy movie, and that you know with the blood, and then uh, they hack his head off because turns into a vampire. Um, was there another like emotional? Well, there's the 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 Alzheimer's dad. You know, wants to leave the hiding spot, uh, but nothing. I don't know. He wanders out into the cold, disappears. Sun goes after him, and then. You know
2: Dude, that's that's every apocalypse movie. There's one old person that won't fucking listen and they <laughs> have to wander off and they and can get themselves killed.
0: Right, or they lead the five people to their death who are trying yeah, to save them.
2: Yes, exactly. Like the tale is old as time. Let the old person go, because <laughs> guess what? They're just gonna cause you more problems.
1: Right. And they're old, their yeah. time's done. <laughs> <laughs> heartless. Heartless. you say saying if it was your parents.
2: I'm just saying the thing about the grandma in Dante's Peak. She caused unnecessary yeah, problems. Well, like, I come on, lady.
1: Right.
0: But at least she, like, saves them and pushes them across the across <laughs> yeah. the lake before she melts.
2: Right. Yeah,
1: and they have to... she,
2: she did something. There's, yeah, like, a little
1: girl that ends up, like, she's all covered in blood. Everybody wanders around through this movie Shell Shock. That seems to be, like, the main reaction or direction giving to Do you to think that was like actors? a glamoring
2: type thing? Because remember, I think they were hinting at like the ability to like glamour because when Josh Hartnett's talking to Ben Foster in the jail, there's like this music cue and uh, Josh Hartnett's making like eye contact with him and kind of looks kind of like lost and then um melissa george is like hey 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 and like he snaps out of it and looks at
1: her oh it was the way i read that i could be wrong it was that he's like you know kill me because the vampires left me ben foster does and so uh josh hartnett is seriously considering murdering this guy and then she breaks him out of Right.
0: right well and this is because they came back uh and found uh josh hartnett's little brother and the secretary are gone and there's just blood everywhere. So Josh Harkin's like, where's my brother? What'd you do to my brother? And he is seriously considering it's like, I'll end you right now.
1: The vampires do kill him, uh, which I thought was kind of like, there's another missed opportunity to see, you know, because obviously they must have promised Ben Foster eternal life, right? And so you're kind of like, well, how long has he been doing this for them? Like, you know, how did this uh, situation kind of meet where they got this Renfield and sent him out? I mean, you know, it's unexplored, because basically, you know... Uh, they have
0: no interest. Yeah,
1: they have they no interest any, in and doing
0: anything besides attacking vampires. There's no interest there.
1: Yeah. Um, so, in the end of the movie, right, they all do eventually get to the Utilidor, uh, where they hold up, hold up and... The movie manufactures a dramatic moment, which is going to have to, you know, result in a heroic choice and sacrifice from uh, uh, Eben, the sheriff. Right. Because I think from there they can see the whole town and they can see that Melissa George and this unnamed girl, the little girl, uh, are stuck under a truck. And like the vampires, like we got to burn the whole place down, make it look like an accident. So, you know. We've spent centuries making them think that we were a bad dream. And so now um, and uh, 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 Josh Hartner has to make an impossible choice. What does he do? <laughs> uh,
0: the only way to fight them is to become them. And so he's got, he's he based on the examples he's seen earlier, because he's seen some people who have been bitten and who uh, have started to turn into vampires who are still themselves for a little bit before they get there. So he's like, he takes that lodge and he's like, we can't beat them by ourselves i will inject myself and become part vampire
1: yeah if i don't get bit if i inject the blood somehow i'll be able to remain you know uh uh sane for a little while i'll be able to control it
0: right long not enough
2: yeah not only will i remain sane i'll get like a super power-up so that i can like fight them and then my power-up will drain and i'll die so you know
0: yes because he's gotta he's gotta go out there and fight the the head vampire
1: Yeah,
2: hand-to-hand combat obviously there's no other way this could go down other than just punching each other
1: with super strength
0: yeah this is all what i wanted to come down to is just a a slug (laughs) fest between fan between superhuman but i guess a normal fist fight between superhuman (laughs) beings
1: but has the movie laid in a uh like you wanted to see these two guys fight sub you know subtext you know the head no. vampire versus the human you know i guess because i was watching no, it, this is like,
0: not this is this is not this is not like tyson uh whole like they have not no no it, it's not that they, they have not built up to this pay-per-view yeah right that bell's gonna ring and i'm not gonna give a shit who wins especially the way they shot it and the way they edited it because there's no punch to it even with the punch there's no punch <laughs> sean's getting upset i'm getting upset sean's i'm getting, sean's getting, upset. Upset. Sean's getting frustrated well, I'm, 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 I'm very uh, I, I, I now realize why I haven't watched this movie since the theater. I went to the theater and then I haven't watched it since because there's no emotional impact for any of this stuff. And we'll get to the very ending of it when we get there. Yeah. But even the the fight is kind of lackluster as far as I'm concerned. And the way it is, the way it ends, I think, is also just a real quick nothing. Out of this whole time, we stayed two hours uh, these people have been terrorizing a town and then the bad guy the big bad finally gets it and it's just like boom sh- down mm-hmm. like there's well, no uh,
1: uh, they did set yeah. up like because i was watching it this time it's there but it's not accentuated there are moments where it seems like danny houston is becoming aware that josh hartnett like he knows who josh hartnett is yes. i guess right because whenever they encounter them it's like Josh Hartnett manages to escape, and there's that scene where he's kind of like, I read it, it as like, huh, that one got away from us. But the problem with the makeup and all that is like he's expressionless. You know, he has yes. no expression at all, so you can't tell if he's intelligent. Uh, Danny, the, you know, the head vampire. You know, yeah. You don't know what he is going on in his head really because he just has this blank, emotionless. Face. So at the end, he does acknowledge, you know, this is the one who fights. You know, and you're like, oh, the one
0: who fights. But not even that. It, like, it didn't need to be the one who fights. It needed to be the one who killed my other half.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. That
0: is the that's, emotional That's your point. emotional stakes. That's yeah. Who, yeah. That's where you enter this fight. The reason why he would tell everyone to bath off and be like, this one's mine. Yeah. He killed the one I was with.
1: Yep. But that doesn't happen. It's just a side nope. fest. And then Josh Hartnett somehow gets a lucky shot. And punches right through his mouth, tears his brain out the back of his head. And you're like, well, how do you, that was a lucky shot. You know, this guy's been around right. for hundreds of years. And then yes. uh, the vampire, so then there's like a, a thing that, you know, so the vampires just kind of, they stand there for a minute in shock, and then they uh, recede, retreat. They they just disappear, you know, and I yes. assume they go back to the the ship. They're done. And now without their leader, Eben uh, doesn't become their leader. You know, which you kind of like, if they're doing that whole thing, of like, well, the stronger one won, you know, is he our right. leader now? But no, because uh, Eben's a vampire now, I guess, right? No,
0: there should have been one word from Eben in, like, the vampire language. He should have just said, go, in yeah, the click right. language, and then that should have been it.
1: Yeah. But then we get an emotional, uh, tear-jerking, uh, heart-rending ending. You shut up, Colin!
0: You stop right now, emotional tear-jerking. It, it, it's even scored. His what should be uh, uh, an emotional, loving scene where two people, uh, two lovers, have to say goodbye to each other. It should like uh, a piano should be the undertone of this. No, it is scored like a fucking action scene. Dun 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 dun. As he slowly uh, decides to sit there with his wife and and give his life up to the sun and disintegrate and go away. Like, I don't think David Slade, <laughs> I don't think David Slade knows how to love. I seriously don't think. Wow. Oh, is this your new beef you're starting?
2: You're yeah, starting oh new yeah, new you and me,
0: and David like Slade. That? I appreciate because uh, that, that skill of not being able to love, or not knowing how to love, has done well for him in certain other areas. It does not for this moment right here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the music is, um, it's very uh, heavy on, like, the strings and shrieks, and you know, trying to be uh a discordant you know a horror score yeah. there were there were some times when there was no music when they were going you know between houses in slow motion and trying to run and it was just uh, devoid of it and I'm like, I don't know if the music is doing what it needs to do in some of these uh these moments in the movie right
0: know? um yeah I' yeah. agree.
1: Well, it ends with uh, her staring off into the sunlight, her her face filled with hate and rage, and we cut to black. And this was followed up by Thirty Days of Night: Dark Days. Now, this was a comic follow-up, and yes. Stella returns. I think Kylie yep. Sanchez plays her in the uh, direct-to-video sequel, and she's out hunting vampires, and trying to expose them in you know in the U.S. and across the world. I think.
0: Yes, yes. Funny enough, Catherine Isabel is in that movie, which she should have played the part of the one girl in this movie who looks like Catherine Isabel. Right. <laughs> that should have been her part in this movie. But whatever. What do I know? Catherine
2: Isabel always gets to things just like two years too late, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, she's she- always like, No, you should have been in the first one, not the sequel, you know. Right,
0: yeah, just a little late. Yeah. Yeah. Love her though. Oh, she was also in Insomnia. It's yeah, right. <laughs> so, it's, so it's the almost double feature because yeah. she was Yo, triple yeah. feature we'll do dark days as the third one yeah. dark days is just the third one where you have to decide and, oh shit do I stick around or do I drive home right now
2: yeah,
1: right exactly <laughs> there, it's, like,
2: not, it's not a drive-in night if there doesn't end on that note
0: yeah, you know? yeah exactly
1: and I think there were more 30 Days of Night comics, obviously. I think they tried to make oh, yeah. this. There's, this- uh,
0: there's, there's uh, uh, Bloodsucker Tales, there's Three Tales, There, I mean, like you said, Dark Days. There's one where they go back to, like, Nazi Germany, and there's Nazi vampires and stuff cool. like that. There's a bunch of them, and they're really good.
2: We Honestly, we if we're going to have more vampire movies, they should start being period pieces. Do, do them a, If vampires are eternal, then you can make a fuck. It's like the Predator movies. Make it
0: yeah. whatever time you want. Who cares?
1: Yeah, right? That's the cost. That's the only thing, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. how much does it cost to actually make a period mm-hmm. movie? That's the thing. I'll, I'll watch, throw a few
0: know. elephant bones on the ground and you're back
1: in the yeah. dark. Yeah. Yeah, back.
2: Recycle some Pirates of the Caribbean props. You're fine, yeah. you know?
1: Or you just do it in the woods, you know? Yeah, and, uh, that's it. That's all you need. It's cheap. Uh, okay, so we're going to tell you whether we would recommend that you watch 30 Days of Night. We're going to go around the table. But before we do that, we're going to read some of your mail. And in order to do that, we're going to have to summon our mailman. His name is Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail! So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. Why, right, thank you, Igor. What well, are on camera? I want to say hi. Oh, there
2: he is. <laughs> hi, Igor. Oh. He doesn't have COVID, does he?
1: No, I don't think he, well, I mean, he will soon if he doesn't, uh, you know. Did, I did got he him locked start in COVID? He's, uh, he's isolated, you know, in okay. his little lair. Good. Full of good. straw in the basement. Uh, we should remind the good folks at home how they can contribute to this interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook.
2: Facebook.com slash Sinead Freak Show.
1: On Twitter X.
2: That's at set Freak Show. That's
1: a good one. Twitter Twitter, X. X. Twitter X. X. Uh uh, By email.
2: SaturdayFreakShow@yahoo.com,
1: at Freak show at yahoo.com. And on threads or Instagram, at Saturday Night Freak Show. About tonight's movie, 30 Days of Night, Steve Carney writes in and says, I've seen this film once on DVD soon after it came out. I remember loving it. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, there's a camera. <laughs> I remember loving it. Skip the sequel. The idea of vampires in a place that stays dark for a long period of time is simple, but obviously it just works. But answer me this. Was anyone else confused on how much time had passed in the film as the survivors were waiting it out in the house?
0: Very much so.
2: Yes, the passage of time was very unclear, and it was very confusing.
0: Yes. Yes
1: uh travis legler says this movie had fun moments in it but for no real logical reason i always confuse it with daybreakers that came out two years earlier maybe hollywood was trying to make a lot of horror movies about vampires to combat the growing phenomenon of the twilight books
0: was that a willem dafoe movie
2: yeah uh stay tuned for daybreakers i'll bring that eventually because That's i Ethan saw
1: Hawk. that in theaters Ethan yeah, Hawk yeah. and
2: willem dafoe those are yeah, spirit and, uh, brothers
1: right they- it's Later... It's
2: even dumber than this movie oh
1: no. <laughs> no uh Richard Kratzer mechanics says, of
0: vampires but, it, vampires but at least it's got willem Defoe and even <laughs> <Yeah. all. laughs>
1: but if everybody's a vampire on the planet who do they eat that's the question that you're gonna have to answer mm-hmm. in daybreakers uh Richard crotzer says I'm so glad you guys are doing this one I love this movie but what I'd love to see even more is the interaction origin story between the stranger and Marlowe how did that go down when did they meet over a bowl of raw hamburger, perhaps. What do you think?
0: Definitely, apparently, because that is is his uh, uh, wanted dish in this movie. I think is is that just part of the him trying to like fake it till he makes it. He's just like he's like this is as close as I can get to being a vampire. This will do until I'm actually a vampire.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. We'll
0: <laughs> never know.
1: Uh, Michael Whitaker says it always amazes me that this was filmed in New Zealand. Say what you will uh but this should this movie should have won an oscar just for making it look like a frozen tundra for my money this is definitely one of the best horror movies to come out of the era especially considering a lot of it has to do with hiding in a house for a month it's a shame it only warranted a less than stellar sequel and pretty much vanished after that we also don't get adaptations of indie comics like this anymore which sucks
0: would it, would it be considered a less than Stella
1: sequel? No. <laughs> a lesser nice. Stella, yeah. can nice. not get Melissa George well to come done. back. <laughs> Uh, All right, Sean,
2: you earned your bonus for the year with
0: that one. So uh, thank completely. you. Oh, just right, right under yeah. the wire. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah. I, was, I didn't think you were going to get it. But yeah. <laughs>
0: thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, Novato Judoka says, I enjoyed this the first time I saw it. It's a great idea for a vampire film. Although, this uh, far after the time of H2O and the faculty, the weirdest part of the movie is Josh Hartnett not having Josh Hartnett hair. Yeah, very true. Is that what we're saying? Yeah,
0: yeah, the messy bold bold cut. Speaking of Josh Hartnett not looking like Josh Hartnett, I forgot he was an Oppenheimer because he doesn't look like Josh Hartnett to me anymore. Does anybody else see Uh, that? Dude,
2: it's a shorter list of who's not an Oppenheimer. You know, like
0: (laughs) he just looked weird. Like, I don't know, but he is, I mean, he's older, so what are you gonna do? We all change.
1: Uh, Last week, we watched a movie called Saint Nick or Saint or Sint. Oh, wait, how'd that go?
2: Uh, it, was, it was a lot of dildos in that movie, Sean.
0: <laughs> a lot of what? Dildos. <laughs> it's a but big gross movie, you said, but Oh my god, <laughs> really? Is
2: there a lot? Yeah. At least six on screen in one place. What? Yeah. Okay
0: man i missed it
1: yeah it was so it was amsterdam is different it it is it's different yeah uh robin linderman silverberg said i had to turn off your episode a quarter of the way through because you piqued my curiosity as i hadn't seen this dick moss classic yet i went and watched it myself and i had a ball
0: so it's a Dick Moss movie? It's a Dick a Moss of, movie. With a lot of Mo- yes, Di- with Moss With a lot of, Dick? of Moss Dick, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dick Moss, yeah. Wow. All right, there we go. Dick Moss. What was the other one he did? The Lifter. The, Down the Chef. Oh, yeah. The Chef, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> the Killer Elevator. Right. Another, just phallic jokes all over the place. Yeah. Jesus. Get it together,
1: Dick. Uh, the week before that, we watched Deadly Friend, Wes Craven's Deadly Friend, Bill Hayner. Okay, you got to remind me, were we talking about like some kind of, we were making up a movie, it was called Milk? In that, was it a joke that we made? Well, he says. Yeah,
2: we talked about like a milk cinematic universe, didn't we?
1: No, oh, we maybe. did. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, we wrote a few pages of that movie <laughs> that night. We did. Yeah, he's right.
1: Yeah. Well, I think he's given us a uh, potential title, which is MILK Mutant Intelligent Lactose Killer.
0: Yeah, I love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love <laughs> it.
1: And uh, Richard Kratzer also says we need a road trip, buddy comedy, horror film with this robot from Deadly Friend. And the one from Rocky Four, yes. yes,
0: right? Yeah, let's get. Where's the cinematic, the robot cinematic universe, or just get robots over the years and put them all together? Yeah, I would
1: love
2: that. I'm down Does for this. Small Wonder get to join?
0: Yes, <laughs> That's, I can't believe I fucking didn't mention Small Wonder on that episode. It was in my head. Damn it! All right, we, we all here. failed by not we mentioning did. Small Wonder. Honestly, oh, uh, yeah, girl, a little girl robot, and shit. right? Yeah, we all failed.
1: Well, we want to thank you again, each one of you, for writing in. We really appreciate it. It's the reason we do the show It's for you to participate. Yes, it is. Um, and now we're yes, this go is around what to I take. said
0: earlier today. I'm very appreciative <laughs> of everyone who, who has written in, who has suggested movies. I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry.
1: Well, let's go around the table and tell uh, the good folks at home what we thought of tonight's movie, 30 Days of Night, starting with.
0: Sean, uh, I'm going to go first because, man, uh, I did not enjoy watching this movie again. Um, There's like an hour in the middle where we're just kind of waiting to see where these people are going to go. It is, and it's not interesting. There's a few interesting parts in this movie, um, but other than that, I don't think Josh Hartnett is carrying, and nobody's carrying any emotional weight in this movie, which I think it needed. Um, But I think maybe it was a decision on the offset to not have a really emotional movie and just be cold. Uh, But this movie is you have to uh, offset the actual coldness of this movie with something. Uh, and I don't think this movie does that, whether it was on purpose or not. It comes across in all aspects as very cold, unemotional. Um, we're watching sharks feed. And for me, for two hours, that wasn't interesting enough. I love the comic. I think it's one of the um, – uh, uh, visually, I think it's fantastic. It always, I thought it was very creepy. Um, the artistry is very good. The story is again very good. A town uh, in Alaska where it's dark for 30 days. That's a great idea. Why didn't was this thought of before? Um, so I mean, it's potential. It's it, it's got all that there, but the execution came off as a two hour brutal music video that didn't hit me anywhere. I, it, it's just uh, it. Uh, man, I'm just gonna go with the puns. It left me cold. <laughs> and i am uninterested and i don't really i didn't believe in any of the emotions of any of these characters i don't think josh right was doing a really good job in this at all um i hate the little brother aspect of it just because it's it's an i they're putting it's stuff cheap. in there it feels cheap like oh automatic stakes if your little mm-hmm. brother is out there somewhere and those vampires attacking um yeah i don't think that it should have been more emotional it wasn't um so yeah, I am not gonna recommend Thirty Days of Night. I might be more interested in the direct video sequel at this point, because maybe they did something wacky or interesting or just bad, it's good. But yeah, I I won't uh, I won't recommend this one tonight. So pass on Thirty Days of Night. Go read the comics though. Go read all of them. They're really good. Uh Colin, what did you think of Thirty Days of Night?
1: Um, when I first saw it, like I was really looking forward to this. I think because I had you know read the comics. Yep. And so then I think the first time that you see a thing based on a property that you have experience with, you're kind of looking for the fidelity to the, the property, which yep. it felt like, okay, they've got the look. They they got it to look like the Ben Templesmith uh, drawings. It's like they got the plot is basically what Steve Niles wrote. You know, I think he took a pass, at least one crack at the screenplay of yeah. uh-huh. these three screenwriters. But he was one of them. Um, But watching it tonight, you know, uh, having some separation, you know, between what you want from the movie, it's like it's a very stylistically accomplished movie. Uh, The photography is, like, really cool, you know? The look of it is really cool. Uh, Some of the scenes are kind of creepy, you know? Uh, some of them are good, uh, but they all kind of have that sense that they are individual scenes with no real, uh, structure to hold them together. And like Sean was saying, there's no emotional connection to these characters. You just see their faces and you're like, okay, that's the girl. That's the guy who gets into fights all the time. That's the guy who owned the, you know, the, the dogs, you know, it's just, I mean, I guess you're focusing on, like, three, basically, characters or whatever. It just doesn't, I don't know. I didn't feel the passage of time. They didn't feel like there was a lot of curiosity about what was actually happening. It was just basically, uh, you know, putting up these, well, I guess this is what the comic did, right? A bunch of uh, set pieces. You know, but that works in a comic because a comic is a brief read and it's more about like the mood boards, you know, that you're, Mm -hmm. you're kind of getting. But a lot of this, I was aware that like Danny Houston would just kind of like walk slowly into a frame and then like he'd punch somebody (laughs) and then he'd turn around and you're like, but what's the motivation for any of this? Why would he turn around or why didn't he kill that guy? You know? Um, So, yeah, I guess. I think, I think Sean. uh I think you kind of nailed it. Where you're like, you know, David Slade doesn't know how to. Laugh. It's it's his second movie. He was maybe the wrong choice for it. I think he's got the coldness. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that he, you know, is going to go like, okay, I'm going to make a horror movie that's serious, but it has no levity. Not that I'm I want jokes, but then no, you no, have to no, have some kind just, of warmth or tragedy, and that's what they're going of a situation. for.
0: Situations. Human beings will will will. I think we'll find that at yeah. certain point. It's a
2: survival don't. mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. Right, exactly.
0: And what are they trying to do with that's their right. days? Like, it's the the at the very least, they are trying to survive. And mm-hmm. we don't get any of those like those kind of like quirky conversations between characters who are trying to stay together and and, and survive. Like, what are these people trying to survive for? If not for right. uh, any humanity, they show no humanity you aside make from it to the
1: the the, the, that's the, it. the yeah the altered yeah. door. What is it? The al- utilidor. Uh, utilidor. That's the motive. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't know. Will I recommend it? You know, because on the flip side, you've got like your winter uh, horror movies. It'd be a good, you know, just the, there's so much uniqueness about the setting. Uh, you know, the town where vampires attack for 30 days a night. It's not like offensive to watch it, it's just maybe kind of boring in the middle. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm almost like, well, you should see it. You know, it's a. Uh, after I just like ripped on it for yeah. you know, five minutes, uh, there those are the problems with it. But I think I'm still going to recommend it because ultimately, I think I liked it. Man, I know it's a. It's man,
0: cool. I think you're fighting with yourself right now, man. I'm
1: fighting with myself on that. I one. think yeah. you're trying to
0: find your truth, and I think you're losing. But again, not everybody's me. So, however you guys feel about it, you know, yeah, my, my own opinions. You have yours.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. I am conflicted. Oh. And of course, when we do this, you watch it, and then you have to, you know, don't really have time to, you got like an hour to digest it. So right. okay, what do yeah. you think? I'm going to, I guess I'm going to recommend 30 days a night as, uh, just for its concept and, uh, its style and it's a, uh, you know, vampire horror movie where you get, I guess what you order up when you go to see it. So, there you
0: go. uh, At these points, it's almost it would almost be easier. Really long asterisk on that (laughs) recommend, Colin. no. At these moments, it's it's uh, we we've kind of we've painted ourselves into a corner, and (laughs) that our thing is like pass pass or uh, uh, recommend or pass when it's probably our attitudes are way more complex than that. Uh, Yeah, it's not that black and white. Right, exactly. Yeah,
2: Um, yeah, Colin, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Like this movie, uh, like when you hear the concept. It sounds really good but what you're imagining is better than what you actually get and that's the problem. Um but that being said like I like that it's you know like you said it's a straightforward and serious movie and it's try- it's not offensive to watch but I also hate a movie that like holds me at a distance and won't let me in and is very cold and like emotionally unavailable to me. I hate a movie that's emotionally unavailable. Let me in. Let me feel things. Let me feel things, God damn it! in this movie. Did you
0: see their tears, Michaela? <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of tears <laughs> this, in this movie.
2: But like, but, like, show, don't tell. You know what I'm saying? And this movie doesn't make me buy it, you know? I don't buy any of the, like, barely little sprinkle of emotion they want to give us. So, I don't know, like, I should, I feel like I should like this movie, and I remember liking it, but I feel like it lived better in my memory than it did on a rewatch. And I did find it kind of boring, so I think I'm going to have to pass on it, just because, like, boring is, like, an unforgivable sin, you know? Like, you you can be bad and still be entertaining, but being bad and being boring is a whole other problem.
0: Yeah. Yup. And it's
2: good, it's good boring, though. I don't know. It's good and boring,
0: you know, like it's Wow. This one, this it's not a, this one messed everyone up.
2: Yeah, because it's not like like Colin said, it's not offensive to watch. Like it's and it's not unbearable to sit through, but it's also not worth sitting through. So I don't know. Like
1: it's, This is like it feels like it's a real middle of the road movie. Yes. It is right. out of four stars it's like two and a half. Or two. Yeah, it's, right. You know, exactly. it's, right. Right.
0: And but and because we don't I think if we got more movies like this, this would slide down. The yeah. Pole. Yeah. But right. because it is one of the only ones kind of like this, you kind of give it more of a pass, I think. Probably yeah. right.
2: And I'm, I feel like it's going to evaporate from my memory immediately. Like I feel like it's already leaving. You know,
0: like you, yeah, you'll remember like the 30 second version of it. Yeah. You just forget the hour in between where <laughs> they were like, we're going to hide.
1: Yeah, I forgot <laughs> a lot cold. of the characters in this. To be honest with you, I'm like, oh, he's got a brother. That's right. I forgot about that. I hold on, give plot. me the
0: brother's name.
1: Uh, Timmy. Joseph. Nope. He Lord looks like a Timmy. Jackson.
0: Okay, uh, it. you're, uh, it's Jake, actually, and okay. I just remember that.
1: <laughs> I remember the decapitations. Like, they stay, that, oh, stay yeah. out to me. The gore in this movie, the brutality of it, that's what kind of sticks with me, the design, mm-hmm. the look of it. But again.
0: Isn't it, isn't it weird how we go from certain things, that bright paint red of blood from back in the day, and then we get into just the thick oiliness of it. It's Black, like,
2: inky blood. Yeah. Yeah
0: just like, where, what, what part of the body is this blood coming from? Like, where
2: is this? The, what, it's what's all the, like clotted
0: and coagulated. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's brain blood.
1: One, I can spell. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, is it the one that goes back to the heart or is that blue blood or whatever? What color is uh, it when it hits uh, this, air? Right. Does blood change color when it hits air? I don't know. It
0: does. The oxygen makes the change. I forget which one that's it goes. Though. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Because you get a deoxygenated blood going one way and then it gets oxygenated. Right. It yes. comes out the other way uh okay, well,
2: science <laughs> people yeah
1: <laughs> uh well, thank you again for making it this far. We want to remind you again uh that you should go over to our social medias and vote. you got one oh. week to do it uh vote for the movies you or want die to, or die yep uh the movies that you want us to watch in January and next week what are we watching next week?
0: Nothing are, and everything. Nothing. Are we doing the the? Are we yes. doing our year-end? Yes. yes. No,
2: nothing and everything all yes. at once. Yes, we will discuss it all. Yeah.
1: The best.
0: It's
2: our end-of-the-year episode and next
1: worst year. Movies.
0: Three I mean, hours. Week. Are
2: you ready?
1: <laughs> hopefully I'll be recovered and in fighting shape, and we'll get this <laughs> show on the road. The best worst and worst movies of right. 2023. And hopefully we won't have to delete it. Show. Yeah. yeah. We have years past. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you again for listening. Ladies and germs, and now the basement is going dark.